Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And then in verse 21, it says, and God has made us to become righteousness or become righteous in God. So the Bible says that when we sincerely ask Jesus into our heart, when we have made him the Lord of our life, something is new. Well, if you can remember back to the day when you asked Christ into your life, or maybe it's just been recent, if you look in the mirror, nothing's changed. On the outside, you still look the way you look. I mean, if you were chubby back then, you're still chubby now because nothing changed on the outside. If you were bald, you're still bald. If, you, if, you, if you're a boy, you're still a boy. If you're a girl, you're still a girl, right? <laughs> nothing's changed on the outside. But he said something became brand new. He's talking about the inward man, the heart of a man, the spirit of the man, which is the real us. That's who we are. Obviously, we live in a physical body, but the real us is on the inside. And God says, that's what has become new. And that's why when you receive Christ sincerely, you think, gosh, something feels different on the inside. And it's hard to put a finger on it. But here's why you feel new. Here's why you feel good. Here's why you feel different. Is because inside, the real you knows that all of a sudden you became free from sin. You became free from spiritual death. You became free from the old life that was going to hell. And now knowing that, man, I have a relationship with God and I'm going to heaven. See, when we make that sincere decision, something takes place on the inside. And the Bible says that God made us righteous, and it went on to say that God gives us a robe of righteousness. So think about it. In God's eyes, you got new clothes. And it's a robe of righteousness, which means you're right with God. Now, does that mean that we don't make mistakes or mess up? Sure, we all do. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm right with God because I made Jesus the Lord of my life. And there's something about that that when God gives me new clothes, I just can't help but not want to show it off. I want to tell somebody. I just feel good on the inside. I don't even know how to tell you, right? Simply because... God did something on the inside. And so today it excites me to be able to celebrate with these individuals that are saying, I want to make a public declaration of what Jesus did in my life. When we have baptism, what it is, it's an outward expression of the inward work that Jesus has done in our life. And so as we celebrate with these individuals that are making a public statement of their faith in God, I want us to look at and ask the question as to why do we get baptized? Why is it something that we do in church? Why is it important? Well, number one, as we begin to see in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus is speaking to us here, and he begins to explain or give understanding to it. He says this. He says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 
teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So why do we get baptized? Number one, because Jesus said to. The head of the church, he says, now, listen. Once you've made disciples, once you've become a disciple, be baptized. And so we simply do it because Jesus gave us the instruction to do it. But it's very important for us to not misunderstand or confuse the reason behind it. And I realize that all of us don't necessarily come up or have been raised in the same church background. And so there's churches and denominations that do it differently. You know, there are those that, you know, will baptize little babies. They'll sprinkle them. There are those that, you know, they'll uh, do it as a teenager. But we're looking at what God said to do from the scriptural standpoint. And why? Well, again, one, Jesus said to, to do so. But then the other side, people will think, well, okay, Jesus said to get baptized. Therefore, if I get baptized, it puts me in a better position to be right with God. And being baptized, baptism is not part of the formula that makes me right with God or that ensures that I make it to heaven. No, it's just something that Jesus told us to do, and we'll explain why in just a moment. But you could be baptized every day of your life, and it still would not ensure that you got to heaven. So it's not part of the religious formula, if you will, that says, well, if I get baptized, then, man, I'm good with God, and I'm on my way. No. It's a heart thing. First of all, it's a heart thing. Have I made Jesus the Lord of my life? Have I confessed Jesus as Lord? Have I received the gift of salvation? And if I have, then Jesus says, now go be baptized. So we do it because he said to. But the second part is understanding the why behind the what. It's not just part of formality or legality to say, okay, did you get baptized? Oh, well, if you didn't check it off your list, you can't come in. No, there is an expression of our faith. That's why Jesus said, go and be baptized. He says, first, be disciples or be followers of Christ. And then he says, now, be baptized or express your faith. So secondly, in regards to why we get baptized, reason number two is that we have the opportunity to celebrate with those that have confessed Christ as Lord. But secondly, it becomes a public declaration of one's faith. Right? Because you're saying, I received Jesus into my life. I'm now a Christian, and I want to tell it to the world. I want to... Share it with my church family. I want to celebrate with my church family and my friends to say, I've received Jesus as Lord and Savior, right? Now, here's what Jesus said, and he's, he made a really strong statement. He says this in Matthew chapter 10, starting in verse 32. He says, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on this earth, I will also acknowledge them before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on this earth, I will also deny them before my Father. So, he's saying, as a believer, follower of Christ, there is a stance that we take to say, I am proud to say that I know Jesus. 
that I received Christ into my life. Now, that's not to say that if you don't get baptized, that that just, whoop, you missed it. No. And that's not to say, you know, back in the old day, we would say, well, you got to come down to the altar. you got to let everybody see it. If you don't come down to the altar, then you just really don't mean business with God. Will you realize that if I'm, if I'm serious with God every day of my life, I'm acknowledging and confessing Jesus, right? I mean, I drive down the road, and I've got Genesee Valley Church on the side of my truck. So everywhere I go, sometimes I'm confessing Jesus as Lord, and sometimes with my driving, they might think twice. They might think, that dude just cut me off, man. You know. So anyways, I try my best. So everything that we do is acknowledging our faith in Christ. Amen? Now, notice what he says here. If you recall, he says, go and make disciples and then baptize them. Well, let me ask you. Well, I'll just make it personal. Back in those days when I was wearing Jordache jeans and the Nike leather shoes, I became a disciple of Jordache. I became a disciple of Nike shoes. Why? Because somebody modeled it, and I wanted to follow it, right? Somebody made a declaration and modeled, hey, this is what's cool. And there started to be followers or disciples, if you will, because of somebody setting the example. What do we do as believers? Part of our declaration of our faith is helping make disciples because we're modeling our faith in front of other people. Amen? Amen. All right, number three. We said, first of all, we get baptized because Jesus said to. Secondly, we do it because it's an expression of our faith and acknowledging what Christ did in our life. And thirdly, it keeps us accountable. I said it keeps us accountable. I want to bring back to your attention 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. We already read it, but I'm going to read it again, then I'm going to add on a couple verses thereafter and, and show the big picture of what we're talking about here. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us... The ministry of reconciliation. Notice that. The Bible says the moment that you receive Christ, God made you a minister. A minister of reconciliation. Or in other words, he says, make disciples. Go tell people about me. Verse 19 says, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Verse 20. Now then... We are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So when we're baptized, making a public declaration of our faith in front of our family and our friends and before God, it holds us accountable because it says, once I've received Christ, I'm an ambassador. You know what an ambassador is? A representative. So that means that once I am a Christian, I represent him. I represent the family of God. I represent the kingdom of God. I represent the church that I go to. 
right? In other words, you're an example. And therefore, it holds us accountable in the company that we keep. Did I just see you get baptized? You know what? You ain't acting quite right. (laughs) You You know what I mean? When you're in church, you know, like, oh, man, I better not act that way, talk that way, because they just saw me get baptized last week. I've got to straighten myself up. It holds us accountable. Not that you get under condemnation. It just causes us to say, you know what? There's a, there's a new standard. Come on, your spouse, your children, your family are going to see you get baptized today, and therefore upon today, they're going to start looking at you a little bit different, and they're going to say, ah, hi, hi, hey, mom, dad, hey, baby cakes, you got baptized <laughs> we ought to work on that. I try that on my wife sometimes. She says, oh, you want you just go get baptized again. We, 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 well, then we'll talk. <laughs> Amen. You, you tracking with me? For instance, I remember this uh, pastor that we know out in Oklahoma. He pastors a very large church. And, and he said he was driving down the roads. And if you've ever been out in Tulsa, I mean, it's a major a metropolis city. And so therefore, I mean, it, it's, it's tra- I mean, it's like, seven lanes of traffic and I mean when you're going through I mean you just have to drive aggressive sometimes and so he was driving and he ended up cutting this car off he he cut into traffic and he said man I didn't mean to but I knew I cut the guy off and he said this guy pulled up whipped out behind me came up beside me and he said the guy that he cut off is like just I just really you know chewing at him inside the car and he said and then he began to wave at him saying you're number one you know what I mean you know, he gave, he gave him the bird, and as he's given him the bird, he recognizes, oh, that's my pastor that just cut me off. <laughs> Imagine going to church the next week. Hey, pastor, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry about that, man. <laughs> I got to get baptized again. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it holds us accountable to live representing God well, right? Does that make, make us mean that we're perfect? No. Does that mean that we don't mess up? Oh, sure we do. Does that mean that we might slip back at times? Oh, sure. There's those times, but it keeps us moving forward to say, God, I've made a commitment to serve you. And upon getting baptized, it's just me saying to my family, to my church, to God, God, thank you for what you've done. And I'm just making a public declaration of my faith to show what God has done in my life. That the old man that once existed is no longer. That Jesus did something new in my life. And I want to tell it to the world that I'm a new man. I'm a new woman because of what Jesus did in my life. Amen? Amen. So listen, we're going to, in just a moment, invite these individuals up to be baptized. And when they do, we're going to do it individually for each individual. And then at the end, we actually got a special family type situation that we're going to do. But listen, they're they're in this moment to declare their faith. But we're here to celebrate with them. So come on, let's, when they come up out of the water, let's cheer them, celebrate them, just Let's just let them know how much we appreciate how faithful they are and committed to say, we're doing this in front of everybody. Amen? Come on. You know how it is. Ladies, you know, my wife, she goes swimming, 
And she asked me, she goes, do I look like a raccoon? Uh, um, no, baby, no. Oh. So my point is this, is that, you know what? You're being vulnerable in front of everybody, right? And so let's cheer them on, right? Amen. All right, guys, why don't you come on up? Ushers, you're helping direct them. And everybody, we're going to just invite them to come straight up here, make a single file line right over here to the pool. First one starting here. You have to be first? You're happy? All right. You can give those to, to Jordan there. Amen. Now, we had a different pool that was supposed to be here, and there was a little bit of a leak issue. So we ended up doing the horse trough. And uh, through all the situations of, of getting it here, we just filled it up yesterday. We put a heater in there. And so we set it for, I think we set it for 95. So it should be extremely warm. Now, let me just tell you, it's extremely cold. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that bad. But just kind of let you know, it might, it, you know, again, it, it's not bath water, all right? Okay. okay. All right, you ready for this, guys? Come on. Why don't you guys... Uh, uh, Juan, won't you come right on across there? Okay. I'm going to have you step in. You can take your shoes off. If you want to take off jewelry or anything of that nature, we don't give it back, but we'll hold it for you if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you will, just move forward and then just go ahead and sit down on your bottom. There you go. And everybody that's watching, you're just going to follow suit. All right. And so, <laughs> how is it? Just tell them it's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a joy to be able to baptize all of you guys. And so if you will, will you just cross your arms? And then with the one hand, just plug your nose. And Juan, have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Yes, I have. Therefore, it's my pleasure to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. Woo! <laughs> I saw it in his eyes. He was getting ready to hug me. Now listen, do not, do not hug me. I love you. It's your day to get wet, all right? All right. Brother, come on, man. Step right on in, bud. Need a hand? I'll give you a hand. Go ahead and scoop forward. And have a seat on your bottom. There you go. And cross your arms. Plug your nose. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Then we baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. <laughs> Awesome. I told you. <laughs> now, for those of the, the ones that are standing here, in, you have a seat in your bottom. Just crank up the AC so it's really cold in here. For <laughs> yeah, crush your arms, plug your nose. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? And therefore, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Doris, come on. 
And guys, once you, yeah, you take a picture. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and if you want, you guys can make your way down if you like and just begin to change. Doris, have you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? Therefore, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. cold (laughs) you're almost up over your head already this one blesses me because this one is my daughter my oldest daughter and you know we've we've always made it up to them last year we asked them if they wanted to and they said no not this year dad and so this year they approached us and said dad we want to get baptized this year and so it blesses me that just again they have the maturity and the awareness to know that I've asked Jesus into my heart now I want to get baptized so praise God it's just exciting to be able to do this So, Grayson, have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Therefore, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) This is my youngest daughter, my middle child. It's a blessing to be able to baptize you. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Okay, Addison, therefore we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) All right. It's not that bad, is it? It's warm as bath water. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Uh, Therefore, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. She paid me $10 to hold you down a little longer. (laughs) She said, this is for all those times. (laughs) Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Therefore, today we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. And last but not least, we got the family. All right. Cool. Well, why don't I have you guys come right over here and stand right in front for just a moment. Have your boys stand in front of you. And if I can, I'll grab this. And we saved the Styles family for the last because they wanted to make it a family affair. And so just in, in, in doing what we do, Obviously, when it comes to baptism, baptism is really the, the, the conscious choice and decision of making that public declaration of making Jesus the Lord of our life. And when it comes to children, obviously, they're young and don't really have that understanding. And so what we do is we 
dedicate children unto the Lord, and we baptize adults. And so today, as a family, what uh, church, uh, what ch- child dedication is, is really you as a mom and dad making the decision to say, we're going to serve God, and we're going to be godly examples to our boys, raising them up to know God. And so with that being said, just in regards, I want to give you a charge. And as I do, you can just simply respond by saying, we will. All right? So as parents, as parents, I want to give you this charge in regards to the scripture of Proverbs chapter 26 and ask you the question, will you train up your boys in the ways of the Lord that they should follow and the ways that they should go? And we will. Will you show your children the God kind of love? Will you also raise up your two boys and train them in in the instruction of the Lord, not provoking these boys to wrath? It might be a little bit more difficult at times, right? I get it, I get it. There you go. Will you be an example to your child in how to live a victorious life through the promises of God? Amen. Now, the other side, you realize that when it comes to dedicating children and raising our families to know God, obviously it takes a village or it takes a church family. And so as a pastor and as a church, we just want you to know that we're committed to you, to love you, to support you, and to be a blessing in any way that we can to help you in this journey when it comes to just building your family. And so, church, will you agree with me? And I'm going to simply make these declarations and pledges. And will you, by an agreement, just simply say amen? All right? We as a church, we will provide a godly example for these boys in our words, our actions, and our lifestyle. And we said amen. Will you also support the nursery, the children's work, the programs to help meet the children's or these children's spiritual needs? Amen. And will you also encourage these children to reach their full potential and their God-given destiny in in their life? Amen. And lastly, will you support these parents and pray for them as they raise their boys in this family? Amen. Amen. And so, as you have committed today, as we've committed to you, I just want to, again, pray for you guys just before we dunk you under and and just celebrate with you guys good to see you my man good to see you which which one wears glasses is that you that's you where are they at today man uh, you don't know I, I wore mine special just so i could look like you man <laughs> will you just extend your hands toward this family as we pray father in the name of jesus i just thank you for the Styles family, that this husband, this wife, this mother, this father, that, Lord, they're just purposing to grow in their relationship with you. God, every day is a journey. Every day has its challenges. But we thank you for, by the grace and the help of the Holy Spirit, that they just are able to live victoriously in this life of knowing you. And, God, we just pray over their little boys right now. We thank you that, Lord, you're helping them grow and you're helping them develop and just fulfill the plan and the purpose of God for their life. And so we thank you for such a unity. We thank you for peace. We thank you for such joy in this home as they purpose to follow you and find the purpose for their life. And we give you all the thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, can you just give them a big hand real quick? Amen. Amen. If you want your boys to sit with with your aunt. 
You want to sit with Heidi? Oh, it's a girlfriend. Who's going first? <laughs> such, such chivalry. Let, let her get in the cold water first. <laughs> Go ahead and just sit on your bottom. Cross your arms and plug your nose. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Therefore, we baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Part of the reason why we make it cold is just that it's memorable. We want, it to, <laughs> we want you to remember this day. <laughs> That's what I thought. (laughs) Till it goes above the waist. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Therefore, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. Come on. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Come on. Let's, let's give them all one. <laughs> now, don't anybody ever say I don't love you, because that right there was true love right there. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, guys, you can, if you want to leave your boys up here, that's fine, or if you want to take it with you, however, just to get changed, that's entirely up to you. Well, Today was just a special day, an awesome day, to be able to celebrate with these individuals that are making that declaration of their faith. Amen? Isn't it awesome? And so, uh, next time around, if you're saying, man, I wish I would have or I should have, listen, don't ever be bashful to let us know that you want to be baptized. Obviously, we try to work it into various different reasons or different uh, scenarios, but we just want to take the opportunity to celebrate with you as well if it's something that you would like to do. Amen? Now, I don't necessarily know what's next because I just got back in town just a few hours ago, actually. And so I don't know that the worship team's going to come back up, but I'm going to assume that they're not because I see them sitting back there. And uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray and dismiss us. Obviously, there are those that are changing their clothes and getting dried off and such. But listen, if you're here today and you had no intention on being a part of the picnic or didn't know about it, please stay. I know it's going to be a little bit warm day, but we're under the trees, and it's always shaded over there, and so we'll have a good time. So please hang around, have some good food and fellowship. we got some fun activities as well, and so we just want to invite you to be a part of the family, all right? I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to celebrate with these family members that have so boldly and courageously got into a cold tub of water and said, God, I'm going to choose to declare my faith today and be baptized in front of my family and my friends. And so, God, we count it a privilege and an honor to be a part of this special day with them. And, God, I just pray that if there's anyone here under the sound of my voice, that if they would say, I don't know if I was to depart this earth today, whether I would go to heaven or not. God, I just want you to pull on their heart Stir their heart to make a decision to know you before they leave this place. And that might be you that's sitting in that 
chair for the very first time in this place. Now, I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you up front. I'm not going to call you out. But if you're here this morning and you'd say, you know what? I've never made Jesus the Lord of my life. I don't want to cause you to be fearful of missing heaven, but I just want to invite you to have a relationship with Jesus. To know that transforming life that he came to give. And so if you're here this morning with nobody looking around, would you just slip up your hand and say, that's me. I want to know Jesus. Anybody in this place, I see that hand. You can put it down. Once you put it up, I see that hand, sir. Thank you. Anybody else? I've got two bold people that said, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Anybody else? Say, today, I want to make it my day. Amen. All right, I just want to lead us all in a prayer. And if we can, pray this prayer together just as a church family. Those of you that raised your hand, pray this prayer from your heart. And upon praying this prayer, Jesus will become Lord of your life. And life will begin to look different from this moment on. If you wish you would have raised your hand, you can pray this prayer with us. And it's just the same. Amen? Pray this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to take my place, to die for my sins. I believe that Jesus went to the cross. He died, went to hell, and rose on the third day in my place. Therefore, I pray, Jesus, come into my heart. God, forgive me of my sins. Change my life. Right now, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Just that simple. If you were sincere in that prayer, today begins the first day of the rest of your life. And you might say, listen, I don't know what to do next. If you don't have a church home, I'd invite you to come back here. If you don't like us, we'll point you in a direction of one that you might like, all right? But also, we've got little packets out on the back. They're green envelopes that simply say, I believe. It just is some information to help jumpstart you in your relationship with God. No pressure, but they're out there. We just want to say thank you for making today that special day. And also, if you're a first-time guest, second, third time, there's gifts out there. Please turn in the connection cards. All right? And lastly, let me just say one more prayer. Not that I want to get prayer happy, but let's bless the food. Can we bless the food? That way we don't have to do it out there. Father, in Jesus' name, bless the food. Amen. (laughs) Amen. All right, we'll see you in a little bit out there on the grounds. subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites which can be found at our website gvchurch.tv we know that today's message has been a blessing to you thanks for listening we are genesee valley church loving god loving people and loving life